Welcome to the On Balance Podcast. If you are seeking to adjust and adapt to the challenges of this changing world while maintaining balance and peace in your life, this is the podcast for you. We share stories and suggestions aimed at identifying and helping you to stay on balance. So, let's get to it. Well, hello there. I have missed you so very much. I can't even tell you how much I've missed talking to you. I have been out here living life and learning about balance. But I'm back now, so let's talk. Recently, I woke up in the middle of the night, like at 4.22 to be precise. I just sat straight up. I'm sure you too have had situations where you just in the middle of the night wake up for no good reason. This was a little peculiar for me because I didn't go through the stages you go through. Normally you can feel yourself rousing and moving from a deep sleep into a uh, something a little more um, where you're aware of the fact that you're going through the process of waking up. On this particular night, I went from being sound asleep to sitting straight up in my bed. There was no, you know, gently rousing yourself from the sleep state to the wake state. I went from being totally asleep to totally awake. Has this happened to you? I'm sure for a lot of people it has, where you're up in the middle of the night and you don't know why. Well, I'm going to tell you what I did in that particular instance, and maybe in the future, you might try it. I woke up, I'm sitting there, I'm going, okay, what am I supposed to do? And then all of a sudden, all of these ideas just started floating, and I picked up pen and paper, and I just started writing. I wrote what came to mind. And so I'm going to share my little random stream of consciousness at 4.30 in the morning. The first thing that came to my mind was the following. Fat is a state of mind. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. And then I thought about it. If I look at pictures of myself from 5, 10, 15 years ago, I thought I was fat then. And I look at those pictures and go, oh my God, you were not fat. You were not fat. It was all in your mind. So believe you me, if you are feeling bad about whatever you happened to weigh, just know that in the future, you're going to be so happy that you weighed that and you're going to wish you had just accepted that that's where you were. So fat is really only just a state of mind. The second thing that bubbled up was the following. No matter how much you love your mother, your mother will always love you more. I was growing in my relationship with my mother, and I really am grateful that I was able to appreciate her before she left the planet. But I realize now that there is no amount of love I could have showered on my mother. Of course, we can try. But as I stated, I don't really think it's possible. Now, I'm not speaking of all parental-child relationships, but for the majority of them, I think most people 
would feel that their parents really, really tried very hard to love them. Maybe not the way they wanted, but they did. And there really is no way to understand what it is to have the love of a parent unless you've been a parent. So be kind. Be kind to your parents if they're still here. Be kind to your mother most, especially if she's still here. The fourth thing that came up for me was that your memories of holidays past are often much better than the actual day ever was. I seem to suffer from um, the malady of being able to look back and make things wonderful, but not being able to enjoy them in the moment. So I can look back at a birthday from the past that I might have gotten through, you know, gritting my teeth and thinking, oh, this isn't what I want. But I look back on it and it's like this wonderful thing. So I resolved now that I'm trying to enjoy things in the present. So this year on my birthday, as with last year on my birthday, I enjoyed every single moment and declared it a wonderful day in the now. Not looking through the rearview mirror at the uh, actual day. So, I don't know if you have that, but that was a big one for me. The fifth thing that came up was that the cure for self-pity is to assist others. If you get out and help someone else, you automatically feel better. If you step away from yourself, chances are good you're going to be stepping out of your ego, which is always going to keep you knotted up and confused. If you step away from you and do something for someone else, it automatically elevates your mood and you feel better and you're able to move on with your life. It helps get you out of a rut. So anytime you're feeling, you know, bad, down, low, feeling sorry for yourself, do something, assist someone else. It can be as simple as making a phone call and actually listening to a person. So it doesn't have to be anything big. Next thing that came up, the big number six, gratitude can alter your mood and rescue you from a so-so day. I list 10 things every day in my mind. I don't write them down. I do journal, but I don't write, I don't write those things down. Um, but I do list 10 things every day in my mind. I go through 10 things that I'm grateful for. And then I do a little forgiveness work too, but that's another, another um, podcast. But it does alter my mood because I recognize the gifts that I've been given. I'm not focusing on that one bad thing that happened in the day. I'm focusing on all of the good, all of the things that went right. Uh, I think they say we have to hear a dozen good things to negate the one bad thing. Maybe it's more than a dozen, but at any rate, we need to hear more good to offset that one bad thing or that one negative thing that might keep us from feeling our best. The seventh thing that came to me 
was that many people spend 97% of their energy on the visible. Let me say that again. Many people spend 97% of their energy or their time on that which is visible and only 3% on that which animates the visible. We spend billions on our hair, on makeup, on manicures, pedicures, clothes, anything that has to do with our physical body, healthcare, supplements, you name it. We spend billions on our outer appearance and almost no time on the things that are important, our emotional life, our spiritual life, our feelings. Most people really, if you ask them if they pray, they would say, oh, in an offhanded way. Or if they meditate, it's like, mm, why would I do that? We don't spend enough time looking within or trying to connect with nature or anything that could get us close to the idea of what our source or origin story really, really is. The ninth thing. Prosperity is not just money. It's other things. You know, like knowledge or friendship or peace of mind or someone being kind or love or a skill. It's the gain of any good or useful thing. Money's in there, of course, but it's not the only thing that prosperity is. And I think that that goes back to the previous statement about gratitude. When you begin to look at the things you're grateful for, you begin to understand how prosperous you actually are. Next thing, that as an adult, this is the ninth thing, as an adult, it is my duty to protect my inner child. As an adult, it is your duty to protect your inner child. Every age you ever were is still alive inside of you, and some of the hurts from childhood are animating and precipitating and causing many of the actions that take place in our life today. All we have to do to see that is look at what happened to Will Smith and this wonderful conversation about how his childhood is affecting his adulthood. But as an adult, it is our duty to protect our inner child, to get to know those things that are triggers for us and the places that aren't healed so that we can defend against um, not growing. The tenth thing that came up for me was that depending on your attitude, almost anything can be fun. Can you remember that as a child it used to be fun to do housework? I used to love to sweep. I used to love to run the vacuum cleaner. I used to love to wash dishes. I can remember pulling the chair up to the sink so that I could wash dishes because it was fun. 
And then all of a sudden I decided it wasn't fun anymore. And so a thing is fun based on whether or not you decide that it's fun or not. So stop making things a drudgery and declare them to be fun activities for yourself. The 11th thing. Stop expecting people to do the logical thing. How often have I thought, well, logically, they would have just, they should have just, they could have just, why didn't they just? But people don't run on logic. People run on emotions. Refer back to number 10, no, sorry, refer back to number nine. As an adult, it's your duty to protect your inner child, that emotional self. So stop expecting people to do the logical thing and think about where they might be emotionally or why they may have responded or why you respond to what you respond to. We respond out of emotion, out of feeling. People who move us, who move our emotions can get us to do things. People who don't move us emotionally can't get us to do anything. So those are the things that came up for me in the middle of the night. And I want you to know that once I wrote them down, I was going to tear them up. But then I thought, no, you need to share those. And you need to share with people the fact that when you wake up in the middle of the night, there's wisdom all around you. Sit up, get up, get a pen, piece of paper, pick up your phone, turn on your recorder, and talk it out. You'd be surprised at what you can teach yourself by waking up or by being awakened in the middle of the night. That's all I've got for you today. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be back. I've missed you, missed you, missed you. As always, you can get in touch with us across most platforms at Reiki Break. And if you need to send me an email, that too goes to reikibreak at outlook.com. So as always, I consider it a pleasure and a privilege to be able to share the space between your ears. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, please remember to stay on balance.